0: So let's get excited to talk to today's guest. Hi, everybody, and welcome to episode 162 of Intermittent Fasting Stories. Today I'm here with Jan Gray. Jan lives in Louisville, Kentucky, where she is a respiratory therapist who is currently working as a quality manager for a major healthcare company, and she also works as the director of music ministry for her church. Welcome, Jan.
1: Well, thank you so much, Jen. It is an honor and a privilege to be able to be here with you today.
0: Well, I'm so glad to finally talk to you. We set this up Gosh, a long time ago.
1: Yeah, it has been a while. <laughs> it sure has. I think maybe the end of June of last year. So. Something like
0: that. Like, and yeah. like, we We're recording it in May of 2021, and it comes out in August of 2021. So lots of months in the making.
1: <laughs> Definitely. it's It'll be interesting to see what the world looks like in August of 2021.
0: Oh, yeah. I hope it looks fabulous. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I couldn't agree more. So, you know, I like to start
0: by asking what brought you to intermittent fasting and when was that?
1: So with intermittent fasting, I had heard about it for, I don't know, maybe five, six years previous to now. And what really got me interested in it, though, is that I was um, sitting working one day and I was uh, taking a break. And I had looked on Facebook and had seen information from a good friend of mine, Tammy Roach, and she was starting a Facebook group uh, for people who were interested in intermittent fasting. Uh, Well, now I've heard about that. So I wonder what that really involves. And she went on to say in the information that she had read your book, Delay Don't Deny, and that she had been successful in losing weight and she felt so much better and that she was wanting to share that with others because there were so many that really wanted the information. And so she was setting up a meeting and uh, was just inviting any of her friends that wanted to attend to come and join and just understand more about it, just to get a, a good uh, grasp of really what to do and how to do it. And so that's what... That's awesome. Now, when was that? When did she post that? That was December of 2019.
0: Okay. So she is just a great, a great person for the outreach. I've had her on the podcast and I love the work that she's doing.
1: Yes. Amazing. And she she started at that point and has continued to this very day. We had a uh, one of our weekly meetings last night even. So, so
0: y'all meet in person?
1: Well, we do monthly, yes. And okay. we have uh, in between that time during each week on a Sunday evening, we are able to meet as a Facebook group as well. Oh, that's great. Yes. Yes. It's fabulous just to be able to to keep up with everybody, really.
0: When she first posted about it, you had heard of it. But had you ever considered trying it?
1: I had actually tried it once for about a week and I gained weight. And I said, well, this is not for me. (laughs) I I don't want to gain weight. This is ridiculous. I'm going to stop. So (laughs) I did. But a friend had told me about it previously and that's why I tried it then. But, uh, But that's really the only time I had heard about it previously. So I decided to go to the meeting. I had I was at pretty much at my heaviest weight at that point, And I had been so frustrated and it was just one of those times in my life that I said, okay, it is time to do something yet again. I had previously, my goodness, yo-yo dieted, uh, just like we hear so many people tell you that have done the podcast previously. And that's definitely been my history as well. But I decided to go to the meeting and we had a great turnout and it was... I, actually started with the intermittent fasting, just uh, maybe I fasted 12 hours or 14 hours the first day or two, and then the meeting happened. And so I was very encouraged. I thought, you know, this is something I think I can really do. And so started for the next month, was just trying to increase my times, just went uh, pretty gradually, but it seemed like it was pretty easy to do. So a month rolled by and it was time again to attend a meeting. At that point, that was pre-COVID. And so we were trying to meet pretty pretty frequently. And so I went to the monthly meeting in January then of 2020 and we were measuring. We weren't weighing, thankfully. We were measuring and I had lost inches. And I could tell in my face, just in pictures, Tammy had been very encouraging about taking pictures and making sure that we had something to compare to once we lost some weight and just, you know, got into the the mode of intermittent fasting. And I had lost, I think at that point, I had lost a total of about three and a half or four inches. And I was extremely encouraged. So I came home that evening and I was telling my husband about it. And he said, you know, I really can tell it in you. I, I can really tell. And I could even tell that you feel better. And I said, well, that's one of the biggest things. I do feel better. My, I've got, uh, you know, so many uh, things that have really been better, but I can tell it mostly in how I look so, so far. So he said, you know, I think I'm going to try it too. I think I'm going to just start enjoying you. And so he did. And to date, he is continuing with intermittent fasting with me. So that's been an exciting thing for sure.
0: So he started a month after you
1: did. That's correct.
0: That's awesome. So did you ever weigh like, did you, I know that the Tammy wasn't, they weren't weighing at the meetings, but did you have like a baseline weight that you know of that you started at?
1: Yes, I had my what I had caught myself at at my highest was about 215, somewhere through there. And I'm a 5'5. So it was, I was in the obese category, and that was very upsetting to me. I certainly didn't want to be that way, but you know, it is what it is. When you get there, it is what it is. But I had actually caught at the doctor, I actually had weighed even a little more than that. <laughs> I usually don't, well, I don't weigh with clothes on typically. Right, and, oh yeah, no, no. <laughs> so at the doctor's office, I actually saw a recording where I was 222. Okay. So I don't count that usually. No, because, exactly, yeah, those, you crazy, know, those skills no, are crazy. That's crazy. right, could possibly be correct. <laughs> no. But uh, Anyhow, yeah, so, and I- Over the course of between December then and December of 19 and July to August of 2020, I lost 46 pounds.
0: That's amazing. That is very, very fast for that period of time. Say that number again, 46?
1: It was 46 pounds, yes. Wow. Yes.
0: And, you know, that was during the crazy beginning of the pandemic when none of us knew what was happening. I was panic baking like like everybody else, right
1: <laughs> yes, yes I definitely was doing that too but something clicked inside of me it it just it worked. I was making good choices about what I was eating even though I was doing the baking too I was doing all of the things that that everybody else was and staying start I had started working at home instead of going out and, and going out to a job and it it gosh the world. Was crazy at that point. I mean, it still sort of is, but anyhow, it uh, it scares me to think where I would be now if I had not found intermittent fasting. I think you're right. You know,
0: because we hear the the data, the reports of you know the average COVID weight gain here in America, and it's a lot of pounds, average. And so, to be someone who not only escaped the weight gain, but lost an amazing amount of weight during that whole crisis, that's pretty amazing.
1: Yeah, it was. I was very happy. And you know, it's it's just so rewarding because you see it happening. I'm I'm a person who is very visual. And I think one of the things that I love about intermittent fasting is it's a check mark a day. You have a successful fast of However many hours, 18, 20, 22, 12, if you're just right, uh, yes, Whatever yes. that number is for you, but you check mark it that day. It's a highlight for me <laughs> when I'm making a list to myself and I get something accomplished. It's a highlight across the the page. And it was every day I could highlight, oh, another fast, another fast, another fast. And to date, I'm at 503
0: fasts. 503 fasts. It's just got such a nice ring to it. It really does. I wish we were recording on day 500. (laughs) I
1: know. I know. That would have been fun. That That would have been fun. (laughs)
0: 503. That's amazing. So it just, it's a lifestyle now.
1: It absolutely is. I can't imagine not doing this. It's it's kind of funny because really, if I think about even having a day that I wouldn't fast, at least for pretty much my minimum is 15, 16 hours at a bare minimum. I can't, I don't even know what that looks like anymore. Yeah. Me neither.
0: You know, I was at the beach with girlfriends recently and we, we decided to go out to brunch. And by the time we ate, it was one o'clock. I mean, that was a successful fast, you know, (laughs) right? Right. (laughs) by the time we all got there were five of us staying in, in my house. And so by the time we got everything together, you know, it took us till one to all be ready. But I couldn't imagine like going and eating early and then again and then again, like I used to. It just wouldn't feel good.
1: I agree with you. I can't even, I'm a late faster. So recently I heard a podcast where you found another person that actually has their open window in the morning, (laughs) but that is not me. That I tend to open maybe around 3 or 4 p.m. And I'm closed by 7 or 8 p.m. So that's a typical day for me. But yeah, I can't imagine eating breakfast anymore or even a lunch at a regular time. I actually did today because I had an event with my team and I opened my fast around noon, which I had stopped eating. Oh, I don't know. It was a little earlier than normal last night. And one of my team members said, can you eat this early? (laughs) Yes, I
0: can (laughs) do anything I want (laughs) because intermittent fasting is flexible. That's exactly
1: right. And I sure can today. (laughs)
0: <laughs> it's a special day. <laughs> that's right. That's right. So yeah, you you absolutely can. And that's that's the thing that's so important to to realize. You had a special lunch, the food was window worthy, you opened early. It was worth it.
1: Exactly. Exactly.
0: Although how are you feeling right now? You're feeling good or you're a little more draggy than you would have been?
1: Maybe a little more draggy, but that's just to be expected. I'll close my fast at my normal time tonight and tomorrow will be another day and it will be just fine. Yep,
0: and it's it's not anything to worry about, nothing to stress out about, and no big deal. Whenever I open early, you know, I've I've talked about it before. If I open early, I tend to have a longer window because I'm not good at closing,
1: (laughs) and then going to bed hungry. Yes, I've tried to switch it up just a little bit lately in opening a little earlier and closing a little earlier, just to see how it felt, and I I sort of did well with it. It what and by early and late, I'm talking maybe opening around 1pm and right. closing around 5pm. I did get a little hungry at, before I went to bed, but it wasn't bad. It was very tolerable. And then the next morning or the next afternoon, early afternoon, I, I went ahead and opened again. And it was okay just for something different. Just to try it out
0: and see right? See how it goes. Yeah, exactly. That's the thing. And, and every day can be different. That's the beauty of it. Sure. so good. Go to greenchef.com slash ifstories50 and use the promo code ifstories50 to get 50% off plus 20% off your next two months. That's greenchef.com slash ifstories50. And don't forget to use the promo code ifstories50 to get 50% off plus 20% off your next two months. So what about your husband? What does his window look like and how has he done?
1: His window is more uh, open, let's say. He typically fasts somewhere around the 16-hour period, and he's done well. He is of more of a thin build, more like what I've heard you uh, talk about. Talk about Chad, yeah. (laughs) And uh, but. He has lost, I think, in the neighborhood of 10 pounds, which he is very happy with. He really, the only thing he wanted to do was lose a little in his belly. And uh, he has done that to some degree. He would like to lose a little more, but he's not super aggressive with it. He still eats quite a bit of fast food and he still, he makes it work for him. Yeah. So, but but he's done well. He's he's very happy. I think he too would feel very odd if he wasn't fasting for at least the the fourteen or fifteen or sixteen hours that he typically does. If he goes much over that, he gets a little cranky. He's just Chad not- does well. too. <laughs> Why does you, not they're amazing. not getting
0: into ketosis. <laughs> <laughs> Chad does he, even the, you know even though every day I think he right before that that switch would be flipped he's like I'm ready to eat now so I'm like yeah.
1: okay it's the hangry thing coming in. Bit, yeah he's not
0: not as fat adapted so I totally get what you're saying when he's ready to have his lunch he needs to have his lunch he's not good at like let's just wait a couple hours Mm-mm. no we can't
1: do that either when it's time it's like a bell goes off yeah it is time that's right. And
0: what's so funny is, you know, you and I, we could just keep going. We're fine. Or we're tapping into our fat stores. We could go three more hours, whatever. Yes. No.
1: <laughs>
0: no, not gonna happen for them. Nope. I love that. So how you know, when y'all have your meetings, I'm going circling back to the to the group that that Tammy set up. Yes. How many people are are sticking around and still doing it? How how large are the meetings? I mean, I know it's different now in this coronavirus age, this COVID time, but how, how's that looking? I know it's been um, almost a year since I talked to her yes. on the podcast, over a year by the time this comes out as far as like episode date, but in the real world, just about a year.
1: Right. So it's it's going very well. So I believe that the Facebook group number is up to about 1200 and wow. we're very excited about that. And we're just starting really backed with the face-to-face. We've just had, I believe this coming Sunday will be our third month that we've been back in session face-to-face. We're running a little lower than we would like to be on that. I think uh, the last meeting we had 20 or so. That's still amazing. Yeah, it's still great. And we have good participation from from those that are there. And we're just trying to still reach out to others and and let them understand that it's so important to be able to meet face-to-face and to be able to just bond with the the other people people who are doing this it's so important to be able to have that moral support and facebook is great the meetings that we have on there are terrific but it, there's nothing like being face to face with people i've missed that so in this covid oh, environment yeah. and it's just wonderful to be able to to be face to face even if we do still have our masks on sometimes right. it's nice to be face to face
0: well yeah i really have missed my my saturday morning coffee group you know we had that going <laughs> oh, for yeah. so long you know, during the pandemic. Then we tried to start it back up again, because where we met, they had an outdoor area where we could go and sit when things were a little more relaxed. And we went, but then they closed that down again. So we weren't able to meet. So I think we're at the point now where we're going to have, we have to start getting back into that habit. You know, and then I was working on my new book. And so I was very busy. I'm like, y'all are just going to have to wait till I'm done with that. But, you know, having that, that support is so important. And you know, I love that Tammy did that. You know, I think I suspect you know, for Tammy, it was just like for me, starting a support group, she helps all of you, but it also helps her tremendously. It does. It's accountability for her. It's accountability for you, for everyone who comes. And, you know, when I started my very first Facebook support group in 2015, it was accountability for me.
1: Absolutely. Every
0: bit as much as it was for helping others. So I would really encourage everyone who's listening you know, connect with a few friends, even if you're having Zoom meetings, whatever it is.
1: Exactly. And if you are in the Louisville area, if you can come and join us, we would love that very much on, on Facebook. We're under Measure Me Life. The The address is measuremelife.com on a uh, On the internet internet. and uh, we are, we would just be more than happy to have anybody join us that, that is interested in any way, even if you're just curious about it, come and join us and see what it's all about. It's, and it's not just about weight loss. We've said that so many times. It is not just about weight loss. Weight loss is great, but like we've said too, it's, it's more of a, a benefit, a side benefit of just being healthier and feeling better.
0: Exactly. It's such a healthy way to live. And once you really adjust to it and and get out of that diet mentality completely, it becomes just a, a very freeing way to live. That's easier said than done sometimes, I know.
1: It truly is. And I'm not always proud of everything that I eat. My fasting windows are great. I have done a, a really very good job of keeping my windows uh, open and closed when they should be but I haven't done the greatest job of what I've eaten. And I own that. I mean, that's that's on me. I can choose to eat uh, whatever, but then that's my responsibility. I, I am striving to make better decisions with that. And I want to, because I do still eat fast food. I do right. still eat processed food some, but I'm, I'm trying to make that transition to make better choices of what I'm eating, because then I know I'll, I'll feel even better with that. But my battle has been, long. I started out as a child, pretty thin. I, I was okay really until puberty. And then I started gaining a little weight here and there. The, um, as I reached adulthood, I was still, I wasn't terribly heavy. I was overweight, right. mm-hmm. I, but I wasn't obese. I guess by the time I reached my 29th birthday or so, I had, i would gotten to the obese point. I was weighing about 200 pounds and I thought, gosh, what am I going to do about this? Right. And I thought, well, I, actually at the job that I was working at, at that time, we started to do a Biggest Loser. It wasn't called that back then, yeah. but it was, that's essentially what it was. So a weight our, loss
0: competition. That,
1: that's right. Exactly. So we all chipped in $20 and we said, okay, well, we're just going to see who can lose the most weight in a couple months. Okay. Wasn't really, you know, really tight rules or whatever. So I went for lunch that day and I was pulling up to a fast food restaurant that I'd been to many, many times before and was getting ready to order the same sandwiches I had before. And I thought, wait a minute, if if I'm going to do this, I really need to stop. I need to figure out what I'm going to do to lose this weight. Well, at the time, low fat was very, very popular, and that became my champion. It was absolutely how I lost weight the first time that I really gave it any kind of effort at all. I lost 55 pounds, and I was on top of the moon. As a matter of fact, I was so dedicated to it that for my birthday, my coworkers bought me a birthday cake, and I wouldn't even eat my birthday cake. Because it had too much time. Oh, I've been there. <laughs> it was, I mean, I was looking back at it. It's like, oh my goodness, that was terrible to, to do oh, that yeah. to your coworkers.
0: I know. Like, sorry,
1: not on plan. <laughs> I know. I know, right? But I kept that off for a while. So the low fat worked for me for a while. But like so many stories that we hear, I I wound up gaining weight back. Uh my daughter was born in 2020. And with that, when she was up eating in the middle of the night, I thought, Oh, I want to eat too. She's eating, I'm gonna eat. So that So what year was that that you're talking? 2020. I'm okay, two thousand. Oh my goodness! I'm I know. 21. I was like, I don't think that's we right. Just twenty twenty. I'm a little confused. Okay, <laughs> the year two thousand. Yep. Yeah, two
2: thousand. Yep. So you
0: that was right about the time that I was having my babies. See, I thought we were around that since you were talking about low fat. I was like, me too. <laughs> we had my my babies were born in ninety eight and ninety nine. Gotcha. So, yeah. Yep.
1: So so Jess was born in two thousand. But so when she was eating, I thought I needed to be eating too. So my weight ballooned up. I lost a little more more, gained more again, lost more. I, my weight, if you looked at my graphics on my weight over the past 25 years, it looks like ventricular tachycardia. If there's any medical people out there at all, it looks, I mean, it spikes and then it plummets and then it spikes and then it plummets. It's terrible. But Intermittent fasting has taught me that there is a way that you can sustain a weight loss without having to do the trick diets. I I remember the little, I've heard you talk too about some of the chewables that were out even in the 80s, like were they called AIDS or something? They were, A-Y-D-S, AIDS. Yes, yes.
0: And they, I I mean, I don't know if I'm remembering this correctly, but I think they had to change the name or take it off the market when the AIDS epidemic hit. It was one of those like unfortunate, but that the AIDS candy, yes. it was candy, but it came first. Then we had the AIDS epidemic and they're like, okay, not a good name now. Exactly. Right?
1: But I remember yeah, even back at that point in my life, I was, a, I think, a teenager at that point when those were out. I remember my mom having those and she didn't have a huge weight problem, but you know, she always felt like she could lose a pound or two. So it was I wonder what was in those. Was it really just candy? I don't know. I don't I, like, I did it have that. like amphetamines in it. I mean nothing <laughs> would surprise me. It seems like there was something that would expand in your stomach to make oh. you feel full. I'm trying to remember too, but it seems like it was something like that. The first diet work. product I ever <laughs> bought was Slimfast.
0: Oh. I don't know how that was supposed to work. You just drink your Slim Fast. But I was like, oh like, I remember I'm like, okay, here, the first time I wandered through the diet section, I was like, all right, what are these products? Ooh, Slim Fast. You drink it and you lose the weight. That sounds slim. amazing. Slim <laughs> Fast. If we'd have just known it was just fasting, skip the Slim Fast and just fast. That's right. That's right. <laughs> if we could have just come up with that then. That would have been great. So Your mom, your mom tried the AIDS candy. She did. She did. And it didn't
1: do anything for her either. It was a gimmick. Just Mm -hmm. just like so many other things.
0: Absolutely. Yeah. After your daughter was born, you just, you just, did your weight just keep going up, up, up?
1: It did. I, it. I'm trying to remember like where I was at that point. I I was probably one sixties or so at that point and it, it just started climbing. And I also, I, I do like to exercise. I love to walk. I've been a runner historically. I love to play softball, volleyball, sports, that kind of thing. And so I've always been very active with that when I could, but then I would, lose weight, I would be active, everything would be going fine. And then I would have an injury, a back injury or a knee injury or something like that. And then that would make me more sedate. And then I would start eating, of course. And it just was that vicious cycle, really, of just trying to balance everything. And it's there's just never been anything like intermittent fasting. It's
0: true. And, you know, those crazy diets, are not sustainable, but intermittent fasting is. Yes. And you you nail the clean fast, you dial that in, and then you can start working on what you're eating in your eating window.
1: Right. If and when you're ready. Exactly. Exactly. And there I think it's even important to mention that there are times in your life that it's you could you do figure it out. You do better with it. You know, 503 fasts in I haven't always eaten fast food every day. Right. But so there are some days that I've I've chosen very well and other days I've had chocolate cake. Not that you can't have chocolate cake. Exactly. As often as you want it, but I've just tried to make better decisions as often as I can. But it's it's forgiving in that you do you just start you just jump right back in the next day with trying to do better and and just just trying to 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 figure it all out. But either, however you look at it, you're still healthier. There are still so many other health effects that are beneficial and good that just looking at it for weight loss, you know, it, it's okay. You can do that, but there's just so much other that, that is beneficial.
0: Absolutely. That's very, very true. So what would health benefits have you seen along the way?
1: Well, I think the most significant thing for me has been a relief from the brain fog. Oh, yeah. I have been diagnosed with fibromyalgia and the brain fog is so much better. Being There are times that I've felt like I couldn't put two words together to make a sentence when I was right in the, the throes of eating whatever, whenever. And uh, that has been significantly impacted, I feel. Just Inflammation in general, I feel like has decreased. My ankles used to swell like crazy because a lot of my job is sitting, working at a computer And my ankles would swell like crazy, my ankles and even up into my calves. And that has made a significant, intermittent fasting has made a significant difference for me on that. My skin is is better. Uh, Just in general, I feel better. I don't feel like I have fibro
0: anymore. That's fantastic. And and like before, did you have pain with, with your fibromyalgia?
1: Yes, just chronic, general right. pain. Nothing. And
0: tiredness. There's a lot of tiredness, right? Like,
1: oh, like needing to take naps. So. Yes, very much so. I was tired all the time. Mm-hmm. There... I do feel like intermittent fasting too. you know, we've heard tell of the intermittent fasting making a difference at least immediately with energy levels. and and I sense that. I absolutely sense that. but I still feel that I have a lot more energy than I did two years ago, let's say, the the summer of 2019 before I, I started. I feel like I have a lot more energy, and I'm thankful for that. <laughs> I get a yeah. lot more done. I can be a lot more productive for sure.
0: Yeah. I used to be a napper. I would come home from work and need a little nap before I could like really make dinner. I mean, I didn't always get to take one, but I can just remember coming home and being like, I just got to lay down. Everyone leave me alone for a few minutes. (laughs) Let me take a nap. And I can't even imagine taking a nap
1: at like 5 PM to to get through the rest of the day. Right. Right. Me either. Not anymore. Not anymore.
0: Not at all. No. So what about other non-scale victories? Or does that just pretty much sum it up? That
1: pretty much sums it up. It's just a general overall well-being feeling. I think that's been significant for me. Uh, besides the things that I've already mentioned, it's just been just an overall. It's just a feeling of accomplishment as well. That's a big non-scale victory for me. Just you know, just a, as as far as being able to have accomplished what I've accomplished with it has has been really really good for me. Because this is the first time. Since you
0: you hit that that first time you hit the uh, you know obese range, this is the first time you've ever, you know, you, you said before about your I can't remember the medical term you used. Your weight graph going up and down, tachycardia
1: is that what you <laughs> Ventricular said? Ventricular tachycardia, yeah. And, and so up and, up and down. down, up
0: and down, and it's not done that. It's it's been probably maybe a little up and down as it's trending down.
1: Yes, definitely. Yes, and that is that is very true. It's been. Very interesting to watch and learn what I I can eat and and you know just from the the different things that has it just has happened you know we all have stressors in our life and oh yes my goodness if COVID hasn't been one of the biggest stressors I I don't know how you would classify it along with that for me I did change jobs in January and uh, also I have an ailing dog. And, um, you know, I'm sorry. Well, I appreciate that. You know, it's, it's just been life happens and it's what you do with it. And it's how you deal with it to, to be able to overcome whatever is going on. I certainly believe that God is out there to help us, and I believe that He led me to intermittent fasting and and being able to listen to to Tammy uh, and her information mean right there at the beginning when i when I really started.
0: You were just ready for it. you were ready to hear it, and
1: then there it was, and you didn't even
0: have to have to think twice about it, did you
1: I really didn't I really didn't at the time my office was in my dining room, and it was just so easy to reach over and grab a snack and uh, continue working. And oh, look, there's a cookie. Oh, that looks so delicious. I think I'll just munch uh-huh. on that while I'm working. And <laughs> oh, it's time for a banana. And you know, that was in the span of 15 minutes or something crazy. But it was the right time, the right information at the right time.
0: So how much weight did you go on to lose overall? And do you feel like you're
1: done? I am not done. So over this last period of time where I have changed uh, jobs and where I have my, my ailing dog, I, I have actually been stressed enough that I, I've picked up a little weight I'm up about 10 pounds from where uh, I once was. So I'm I'm still at a 35 or so, 30 to 35 pound weight loss. And I'm thankful for that. I am thankful that I've been able to even maintain that piece of it, you know, because stressors do come. And I think what I want to make sure you know to mention here is that it's okay you might have an upward fluctuation yep. just get right back on the plan stay with your fasting and and do your best the next day this is this is life this is not a race it's just life and it's how we handle it it's how we process our information that is coming in every day and it's just so important to be able to to do the best we can with what we have every day and then move on
0: Yep. Yeah, stress is a huge factor. Also, hormonal issues. I know we're a similar age. How are you on that that transition, the hormonal transition that women love to discuss right it's now? True,
1: <laughs> right. It comes up so often, doesn't it? Yeah. Well, yes. it's important. You know? <laughs> it, is. it is. Yes, I am right there at that age. And uh, so that has been my transition plan uh, over this year also but you're, you're not quite on the other side. I am on the other side. Are you on the other <laughs> side? Okay. okay. I am considering myself on the other side. I'm so happy about that. Yeah. And I am, I am older though, than you are though, Jen. I'm 58. Yeah. Okay. I'm, so I, I was a, one of those uh, late uh, menopause gals, I guess. You were a late <laughs> menopause gal. All right. Um, I was exactly like clockwork
0: when they're like, <laughs> This is the average age, 51. And I'm like, okay, there I am, average.
1: Yeah, jealous. I'm jealous.
0: (laughs) Yeah, I won't complain. I'd rather be average on that than late.
1: Absolutely. Absolutely. That's true. (laughs)
0: But, you know, when you're going through that transition, I know it's normal to pick up a few pounds. That's why I was asking if that could have played a role in it. But.
1: And it it could have. I it did seem like for a while I just hit this brick wall where Mm -hmm. regardless of what I did, I I really wasn't dropping weight. But again, that was okay because I was maintaining and I over the winter of so just this past winter, I wasn't able to be as active either with I was walking every day and sometimes I was running as well when my knees would allow that. And all of that combined, it just has it's taken a little toll, but I am not. I am not dissuaded. I am just as motivated as I was on day one to keep going. And I'm really hopeful over the course course of this the rest of this year that I will continue with a weight loss and get you know to be more of where I would like to be. I would certainly still love to, to be oh, 20 or 25 pounds down from where I am. That's what would make me really happy at this point uh, as far as looking at a number on a scale. But I just want to feel good. I just want to yeah. be able to wake up in the morning and roll out of bed and say, oh, it's a beautiful morning. It's going to be a great day. And I can do that anyway. But you know, right. it's just having that additional <laughs> poundage gone. Uh, I get it. Oh, I get it. And <laughs> And it can be frustrating when
0: you have plateaued at a place that's not where you want to be. You know, I've plateaued, right? Since <laughs> sure. I'm at maintenance, that's my goal. My goal. Luckily, I plateaued at goal. That's the what we all want. But to have plateaued above where you would like to see yourself can be frustrating. But you seem like you have a great attitude towards it because you're enjoying what you're doing.
1: I am. I am. I enjoy life. I enjoy what I do, as far as my work, and I, mm-hmm. I it, it is. It's just. It's a, a pleasure to just be living, you know, and and doing what I what I get to do every day. I'm, I'm I love blessed that. with a beautiful family with a with great friends, and I I'm just I, I'm just
0: happy. I love it. There's <laughs> nothing better than happy. So if you did want to tweak anything, what do you think? What do you think you would tweak? if you're like, okay, I'm ready, you know, we're, we're the stress part is I'm, I'm coming to a less stressful time, get some things going, what might you want to tweak?
1: Well, definitely better food choices. And I, I think by saying that, what I really would want to do is to be able to spend just a little more time in the, the effort of, okay, for, And it's not as as aggressive as meal planning, but just to be able to say, okay, instead of a pizza tonight for supper, we're going to have roasted chicken and broccoli just to be able to devote a little bit more time to the thought process of doing that. Because when you're stressed and when you're busy and when everything seems like it's kind of crashing down around you in some ways, it's just very easy to push that button on the pizza and say, okay, well, we're going to do that tonight. And then, you know, tomorrow we're going to do something better. So I 100%. Really... <laughs> yeah, that is so true. Do you still have kids at home or is your
0: daughter out of the home?
1: She is just now home from her second year in college. Okay. And so she's, she's technically at home and technically at college some of the time. So, so yeah, she's still at home. We, the reason I asked is because
0: I promise you the meal delivery services, have you tried any of those meal kit delivery companies? Because that is, if it wasn't for that, I don't know what I would be doing, but just the fact that I have this food and I, you know, you, you plan it and, and it's, you pick, you know, your lots of veggies over the course of your week and then it comes and you have to eat it.
1: hmm We have not. And I have considered it many times when, Mm -hmm. as I'm walking and listening to your podcasts, I I hear about uh, the one that you recommend, and I've had other friends recommend them. And I just have not done it yet. But that's something I'm going to write myself a note and we're going to try that. The direct recommendation from Jen. Yeah, I really think that for anybody
0: who's struggling, because honestly, like these companies are great and it's very unusual to have one not arrive when it's scheduled to, but sometimes something happens in shipping Mm -hmm. and the box won't come. FedEx will like throw it away or, you know, UPS, depending on which company it is, they come different ways and it won't arrive. And so then you have like these few nights a week where you don't have any food. And I'm like, I have no idea how to eat. But that's how I used to approach every day of my life. You know, not having any idea. So I would fall back on driving through or picking something up at the grocery store in the deli section. But those meal delivery kits, I mean, even if they were not sponsoring the podcast, because I mean, any forgetting about all that, they have saved my eating and, and gotten me to be more adventurous with what I would eat and what I like. And, you know, I would, I would buy, you know, I would choose one. I'm like, I don't know if I'm going to like beets. I'm going to try it anyway. You know, worst case scenario, I'll, I'll, I'll survive. But I could not recommend them highly enough just because of that if you're if you're trying to you know get out of that rut of grabbing pizza it's so much easier and different companies have different um, you know i've used all of them over the time you know green chef sponsors this podcast and i don't know you're probably not allowed to talk about other ones when you're sponsored but i'm going to anyway (laughs) (laughs) Sunbasket is a good one for um if you really are in a hurry if you want to grab something quick, because they have some ready meals. But I actually use Green Chef every single week and Sun Basket every single week. So forgive me, Green Chef, but (laughs) there are seven nights in a week and I have to eat all seven. That's right. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. So they really, you know, find find the meals that your family will Mm -hmm. eat and that can be quick. Green Chef is fabulous because it's often pre-prepped.
1: Mm-hmm. I appreciate that information very much mm. and and I will do that. I will I will absolutely reach out to one or both of those. Companies.
0: Yeah. Well, I've got I've got a link on jenstevens.com, but I'm not just saying it because they sponsor my podcast, but honestly, yes. I mean, I'm, I was a fan. I started using these meal delivery companies in 2016. Mm-hmm as soon as as I I found out about them, I started using them back then. And like I said, I've tried all of them, but they really, and and that's, you know, when Plated was sponsoring the podcast before they stopped (laughs) with their their whole business, I actually reached out to them and said, I love you, will you sponsor my podcast? Because they're such a lifesaver and it changed my life. So, I mean, I will honestly say meal delivery companies changed my life every bit as much as intermittent fasting did. Wow! I need the meal delivery company podcast. No, I'm kidding. (laughs) (laughs)
1: <laughs> I'm sure you'd be successful. Well, they really
0: honestly changed my life. Like I said, every bit as much as intermittent fasting because of uh, it changed what I eat.
1: Well, that makes a lot of sense. It Absolutely. If you have it there, just like you said, if you mm-hmm. have it there, you're not going to let it go to waste and you're going right? to... Right. Well, I'm not. Uh, <laughs> no, me. I would not either. I agree. Right. I hear you.
0: And you don't have to order seven nights a week like Jen mm-hmm. does, but... <laughs> <laughs> Gotten to the point where I I just like my cooking at home so much better than anything else. You know, we did go out to eat with friends over the weekend, and I've got a, now an extra meal that I've got to figure out what to do with. But I'll cook it, you know. And, and I'm going out of town later this week, so I'll cook it. Chad'll have it, so it still won't go to waste, right? Or I've been known to dismantle a meal and shuffle it around. <laughs> That's, <laughs> That's a good fun. idea. Well, sure, you can still use the ingredients exactly. So whatever works. What exactly. I mean. So anyway, that's just a little tip from me to you. Try it and see and let me know. I will do that. Cuz they're really there's try them all. They all have special deals even if you're not getting them through my through my link. Try them and see what's a good fit for your family.
1: I will do that. I appreciate that advice. Well, good. <laughs> you know, intermittent <laughs> fasting is I I can't be appreciative of the concept enough. I've been fortunate enough to be able to share uh, information with a lot of my friends. Uh, My friend, Laura, has been very successful uh, with intermittent fasting. Uh, She reached out to me at one point when I had lost weight and said, "Okay, tell me your secret. What's going on? You got to fill me in here on what's going on. My friend, Britt has, you know, they have both done very, very well in, in losing weight. I was even fortunate enough in the company that I worked for before my current one, Uh, they had ways to uh, reach out and just have groups that we could formulate on like on a Facebook type platform, but it was for a specific purpose. And we didn't have an intermittent fasting group. And so I got to formulate one. Oh, I love that. I know it was really fun. And I got to share a lot of information. I could share my story and people could join, you know, as a lot of the platforms like that work. But I had, I think I wound up with about 25 people before I turned it over to uh, the person that took my place at that company. And uh, it was just nice to be able to hear their feedback and they would ask questions occasionally. And I got to recommend delay, don't deny to them. And that was a lot of fun. And uh, just, just being able to share my experience and, just being being able to to reach out to somebody on a much smaller level than what you have and what Tammy has, but just to be able to share it. It's part of the the grand part of intermittent fasting and and just to just being able to to share something that's worked for you is is so rewarding and it's just it's just it just gives you and I, I'm I'm sure you experience this every day, but just for somebody to be able to be successful and and be happy with how things have turned out for them and what they have accomplished is just amazing. This podcast is supported by FedEx.
2: the coldest case experience stories like never before where every chilling detail is brought to life by captivating sound design plus as an audible member choose one title a month to make yours forever and now new members can try audible free for 30 days just visit audible.com wonderypod wondery pod or text wondery pod to 500 500 that's audible.com slash WonderyPod or text WonderyPod to 500, 500
0: It really is. And I, I think we're at a point right now, it's it's very different than, you know, five or six years ago when people thought it sounded crazy. But now everyone has heard about it enough that, you know, they know someone who's done it. They know someone who's had success. They may have even dabbled themselves. And just not being afraid to share, you know, sharing without fear and knowing that even if someone isn't ready to commit right now, that you're planting that seed.
1: Yes. Agreed. It just is so life-changing. It is, it's just hard. It's hard to explain to someone who has not experienced the the impact and the benefit of it. I, mm. I've also talked to other friends and relatives about it, and they just don't, they don't see the benefit. They don't see the potential good in what can come of it. Oh, there's no way that I can fast for that long. I can't, I can't go without eating for three hours, much less 16 or 18. Mm -hmm. I hear it all the time. And I just try to encourage them, just give it a chance. Just start off fasting. And if you fail, or it's not a failure, if you don't make it to 12 hours, Oh, well, go ahead and eat if you feel like you need to. And then try it again tomorrow. You might surprise yourself.
0: Yeah, my own mother. I know I'm sure you've heard me talk about this before. My <laughs> own mother. She lives in Virginia. I don't see her that. For, I haven't seen her forever because of the pandemic. I'm going to mm-hmm. see her this summer, but it which has been weird. She was in the, the group that was you know, not traveling and staying home and being safe. And anyway, that, but she was complaining last time she was here about her weight. And I said, look, come on now, you can do intermittent fasting. Mm -hmm. (laughs) You've got your daughter here. I can help you through it. You know, I I, might be able to coach you. (laughs) I could coach you. And she said, no, I just, I need to eat every, and I'm like, I pro- just try. Just, no, but I'm like, okay, never mind. You know, and I, I, she she lives alone. She's retired. She enjoys eating frequently throughout the day, so that's okay. She mm-hmm. she doesn't want to do intermittent fasting, and that's fine.
1: Yeah, it is. It is a personal decision. Right. And all you can hope is that someday she'll figure it out just like my friends and family that that I've talked to about it I I do hope that they figure it out or I I hope that they find something that that works for them you know that's ultimately the most important thing but intermittent fasting is such a great answer to this huge huge issue for so many
0: it really is. But yeah, you can't, you can't force it when they don't want to do it. And that's okay. And so I don't, you know, bring it up. The only reason I even brought it up is because she was talking about, you know, oh, I've put on some weight, I've, you know, and I'm like, look, you can, we could do something about it. But no, I'm not going to bring it up. I don't want to hound her about it, because that would be super annoying. Right. <laughs> you don't want to hear from your daughter. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, it goes, it goes the other way, too. I've, I've got a, a neighbor that uh, her daughter is maybe a little overweight and she wants to say something to her so badly. And I've even talked to the mother, my neighbor, about uh, what I've been doing and because she has seen my success. And she wants to talk to her daughter about intermittent fasting so badly. But until a person is ready yes. to hear it, it's not going to yep. do any good. Yeah. Never go up to that person who, <laughs>
0: who's not ready to hear it and say, I see that you're overweight. No. <laughs> no. And, and mothers have to be really careful talking to their daughters, yes. you know. Of course, talking the other direction, daughters talking to mothers, that's one thing. But mothers talking to daughters, I mean, it'd be better to say nothing. Yes. Honestly, than, than to, you know, to, to make your daughter have some sort of a... Um, you know, like you don't want to feel feel like you're judging. She, you don't want your daughter to feel like sh- you're judging her weight, exactly. And that can cause all sorts of problems, not just with the relationship, but with your what your daughter tells herself in her head, that sort of thing.
1: Absolutely, because pretty- I remember
0: you know hearing guests on the podcast who talk about you know their relationship with their mother or their father and the way their weight was managed. It's just they were growing up. It does it does more harm
1: than good. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And it, it's exactly what you say. It's much deeper than the weight loss issue. It, it just, it goes so much deeper than that and can cause so much damage in a relationship. Absolutely. So yeah, keep
0: that away from it.
1: <laughs> <Definitely>.
0: <laughs> Is there anything that you struggle with in your intermittent fasting lifestyle?
1: Other than making the poor choices with food, not really. The fasting part, it, it's like I have this it's almost like a, a superpower to be able to just push through. Oh, I have a hunger pang. Oh, well, I'm just going to not even think about that. I'm going to ignore. I can drink my water. Right. It's like it doesn't even occur to me to eat if my stomach growls after six hours or whatever, uh, because I know it's probably more dehydration and I need to drink water instead of actually eat anyway. That part has never been difficult for me, but it's just, it always goes back to just making better choices of the food that I'm consuming. And I know I can do it and I do do it. I just need to be more consistent with it.
0: Yeah, that makes total sense. I really think the you know, the food delivery companies not mm-hmm. to Keep going on about that. But I really think that that is such a good solution. It's harder when you have somebody else at home, though, your daughter. That's why I asked about that because they're so convenient for two. Yes. But when you have one more mouth to feed, like when Will was here, still living at home, when we did Plated before they went out of business, it was easy because Plated had meals for three. Mm -hmm. And so then they went out of business, and I had to choose companies that had meals for four or two. And, you know, some of the meals for two you can stretch. You know, like if you get the vegetarian meal, just throw on a side of meat, you know, that's really easy to do. Yes. Because the the vegetarian meals could serve three plus the addition of extra meat. But, you know, meals for four, then you have an extra, which worked out really well. When Will was living at home, I would do meals for four. And then that fourth serving would be Chad's um, lunch the next day. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But it's a lot more expensive. It's twice as expensive when you're doing meals for four. So it's with two, we're saving money. Because when I would go to the grocery store, I'm not to be trusted. <laughs> <laughs> yes. I make really bad choices. Not, not like bad food, but I mean, like, I need this $12 worth of cheese. That's the kind of like like, you know, I, I don't look at the prices. That drives Chad crazy. <laughs> It's like, how much was it? I'm like, I don't even know.
1: I may have lost some of my responsibility for grocery shopping as well for maybe some of the same reasons. That exact reason. <laughs> <laughs> he likes to go to the
0: store. He likes to bargain shop. I don't even like to know how much it costs. I just, I'm like, I would like to buy that organic asparagus. I don't know how much it is and I don't care. <laughs>
1: <laughs> That's just what
0: I want. It's
1: going exactly.
0: Exactly. <laughs> so I really, you know, it saves us money eating meals for two versus... Gin gone wild at the grocery store. <laughs> <Yeah>, that makes <laughs> buying, you know, $10 olives and stuff like that. That just looks.
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. <laughs> uh,
0: <laughs> we are almost out of time. What would you tell someone just starting off with intermittent fasting or what do you wish you knew when you first
1: started? Just try it, just do it. It does not hurt one thing to start out on any given evening or morning or whenever and just don't eat clean fast drink black coffee drink unsweetened tea drink water and do it as long as you can just see how it goes you don't have to make a lifelong commitment until you're unless you're ready unless you want to see how it goes. It can only benefit you, really. It really, it can't be a detriment because if you break the fast earlier than you may have intended, there's no consequence. You you go ahead and eat and, and you've tried it and you might try it again tomorrow. You might try it again the next day, but just, just try it. Just, you know, not to take a slogan from anybody else, but just do it. There you go. (laughs) (laughs) It
0: really is true. Don't be afraid of it and just do it. And you can just every day is a new fast. And not one thing I would add, don't beat yourself up when your fast is shorter than you expected it to be or when your window is longer than you expected it to be. I I still have those days, Mm
1: -hmm.
0: even now. And it's called living life and you don't
1: feel guilty about it. That's right that is exactly right and then there are there are times that you will plan to have a shorter fast mm-hmm. typically i fast a shorter period of time over the weekends because that's what works for our family right. but during the week It's not unusual at all for me to have a a 19, 20, 21, 22 hour fast. I've actually done a couple that were a little longer. Like I think my longest was 37 hours or something like that. And that was okay for, you know, just again, to change it up. We talk about changing it up all the time and just something to get your body unused to uh, doing a 20 hour fast every single day or whatever. Right, Uh, It was good just to, to be able to do that.
0: Yep, switch it up. No guilt. Live your life. Enjoy your life. Absolutely. Well, Jan, thank you so much for being here today and for sharing your story.
1: Thank you so much, Jen. I can't thank you enough for all you mean to us as intermittent fasters. Your books are fabulous and we I don't know. I don't know how we would do it without you. So thank you so much.
0: Well, thank you.
1: Do you have an intermittent fasting story to tell?
0: Email me at Jen at intermittentfastingstories.com